Welcome back to the Redbird Rant, everyone. I'm back. Hunter's here. still here. I'm always here. <laughs> but we're missing our third party, Brock. Again. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Um, he had his dad's birthday today, so happy birthday, Kelly. Yes, um, happy birthday. I don't know how old he is. I think he's in his 40s. But old? Yeah, old is the appropriate term. Sorry if you hear this, but old? Yeah, he'd probably whip our ass if he heard that, so. Probably. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Hopefully Brock doesn't show him this part. <laughs> probably not. How's your week? This week was well, as you know. I mean, th- does the audience know I was in Pittsburgh? Oh yeah, you did say that. We last did. Week. Yeah, we said that you were in absence. Uh, mm-hmm. You were in Pittsburgh. We talked a little shit about you. <laughs> that was for funny. missing out. But now you're back. It now was funny because you said at the end when you said, um, "I know you're going to be listening to this when you're coming back." That was like to a T. I was like trying. I was like starting to fall asleep, being my dad's co-pilot, and I'm like, "Shit, this is the only thing that's going to keep me up." So I threw on like AirPods, and my dad like I would start laughing. He's like. What are you listening to? I'm like, it's just the podcast. Just keep should have had him listen to just, it. Oh god, <laughs> no. Especially, <laughs> I don't even remember some of the comments, but I'm like, yeah, he's not gonna understand, and he's just not gonna understand. Makes sense. Makes sense. But Pittsburgh, like I will always say, is one of the most beautiful cities in the U.S. If anyone ever has the opportunity, it is a very beautiful city. I love. I love going there. I've only been there twice. Mm-hmm. Loved it both times. And what? I guess I didn't realize I'd been there three times. I'd only been. This was my third time going. I thought I'd only been there once, but I guess we went one time when I was little, and I don't remember. Well, um, but anyways, what I liked about this trip is that like now that I'm like old enough like to do whatever, and I was like away, like I didn't have to be with my parents twenty four seven. I got to do a little more like culture diving into it. Okay, which like did you see that one show I was watching on uh, Hulu with like Action Bronson? Oh, yeah, like, Fuck That's Delicious. Yeah, yeah, okay. also very good show. I got Crystal hooked on it now, too. Really? But, uh, oh, yeah, she loves that. What is that about? It's basically, <laughs> since I can't afford uh, Hulu no ads, so I can't watch Anthony Bourdain, mm. it's like the lower version of Anthony Bourdain. Okay. Because it's Action Bronson. <laughs> okay. But he basically goes, like, around the world and, like, just, like, kind of, like, culture dives, and then, like, also, like, I watch it mainly for the food, because, like, I think that's, like, a big part of culture, so, like, I got to really dive into, like, the nightlife of Pittsburgh and, like, the, like, the local spots and stuff like that, like, there's this one restaurant, I told you it's called Frenchie's. Yeah, Um, you did tell me about Open till four, it'd be, like, for all you Redbirds listening, it would be kind of like if Ricky sold food, and he only accepts payments in cash and Venmo. So, that's pretty fucking gangster. Wow. Great late night spot. A lot of, like, places open till, like, 3, 4 o'clock for food. And, like, it's cool because, like, when we were coming back from the bars on Saturday, like, it would literally be, like, how you see on TV when, like, just, like, the herds of people going to, like, if they want pizza or, like, Thai food. Or... They're just in, like, big groups of people in, mm-hmm. like, herds. Mm-hmm. Like... It's, it's, really, it's really cool to watch. So, I'm glad I got to see that part of Pittsburgh. And, like, what I'm going to start doing now with, like, watching that show is keeping a list of, um, it's ca- I'm calling it my restaurant bucket list, and that'll motivate me to, like, want to travel to these places and, like, just, like, explore. Like, because, like, he goes to, like, the local spots, like, not, like, the big chains or, like, the big fancy stuff you see on TV. Like, these aren't, like, Michelin star restaurants. He just goes in the holes in the wall. Mm-hmm, exactly. All, like, the local stuff that's just, like... Some dude cooking on, like, a dirty-ass grill, and it's, like, the best food you'll ever have. Like, the one, what, right now I'm hooked on the Northeast with, like, lobster and, like, fresh cod and, like, f- like seafood yeah, like that. Yeah, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
Because I think, honestly, if I lived on that, like, northeast coast, I could see myself, like, not eating meat. I think we talked about this. Like, we was can, it, I don't know. If, was it on a podcast? Or no, we it was just, just us in general. We were just bullshitting how, like, we both like somewhat of seafood, and so we can live off fish, crab, shrimp. Mm-hmm. Oh, easily. I fucking love fresh fish. It's just, like... The only fish we have, like I, like you know, and everyone like back home in the Illinois Valley knows, is like fried bluegill, crappie, like stuff like that. For the most part, yeah. And it's much. like, yeah, that stuff's awesome, but like you're not gonna have that realistically every day. No. And you can, I guess, do like you can like grill it and stuff, but it's not no. the same. Like that, you, you I, I think you that's can't me- grill those. That's me- oh really? I, it, I I don't think you can. I I honestly have no idea. I feel like you can't. I feel like that's right though, because if you could, I feel like if anyone because people area would, would. figure that out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think you can. I don't unless you can, and I'm missing something. Mm. Which, if somebody knows, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Because I feel like unless it's just an excuse for everyone to have fried food, probably, which is also very realistic. I mean, yeah. I mean, we we have the fish fry every year mm-hmm. or twice a year. Sometimes mm-hmm. we just fry. Everything. There's been what? Two, there's been one this year. I thought there were two this year already. I thought there was two. Mm-hmm. Because the last one, the last one was when we fucking passed out at the campfire outside. <laughs> and I know there was one in like that was there was funny. one. Was that before? Yeah, that was, in that was during the summer. That was during the summer. And I know there was one before. There that. was one that in was the like spring. Smaller. Yeah. And <laughs> fucking Jill saw me passed out behind the tree in the backyard, just throwing my guts up. We were. We were out Dude, of- I was slamming beaters that night. I was slamming that beaters. That was awesome. As well. And then we fucking lit up that joint by the campfire, and like all the adults were just laughing at us. Because everyone, like pretty much everyone our age had left at that point, right? Yeah. And it was just, it was just us. us. <laughs> like we were it was, already. So it was me, you, and up. my sister. <laughs> and everyone was just cleaning up around us, and it was just like in the fucking lounge chairs. I he. He'll probably do one over winter if we get him to. Not like a big one, but like if we say, hey, like, Sonny, we should fry him. Maybe. I mean, he's probably listening right now. He, he called me out. He called me out yesterday. He goes, yeah, I heard uh, heard uh, you talking about me a couple times in the last pod. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> all right, sounds good. And I know you're listening. Nice. So, yeah, um, we'll have to get him on. We'll, we're, next week, we're going to have a home edition, right? Yeah, home edition next so week. So are you going to be... Well, you're just going to stay home after wrestling on Friday, I'm assuming. Yeah. I'm, so you don't have to drive back. Yeah, pretty much. I'll probably just... Well, now that I... did, well, I wasn't even thinking about that, honestly, but I'll just go home Sunday, and then we can have, like, Sunny on the podcast next week. That'd be interesting. That would be... We'd have to do it early, though, because he likes going to bed early. Oh, yeah, he's got work the next day. Also, um, with Brock, I think that'd be really entertaining. We'll definitely need to have topics for him, though. Just because, for Sonny, yeah, because for I sure. want to have like specific things to talk about with him. Like you, you can't bullshit with him because I know you'll say stuff that I probably will have to edit out. <laughs> It'll make your life harder. <laughs> True that. It, with, with these, with us just talking, it's literally just intro, and then you put in the little transition like whistles, mm-hmm. and it's done. Yeah. But if I have to like edit stuff out or beep something out, like mm. it's another like half hour <laughs> that I really don't want to spend on it. I'll have I'll keep that in mind this week and have some like notes for him. Sounds because good. one of the cool things in Pittsburgh, we went to like a museum and that's like a really blue collar city. So they had like a big area of the museum dedicated to like the steel workers and shit like that. He goes there every year for a steelworkers conference. He's like I, since I he's like a part he's a union rep. Oh, they have right. like this big conference in Pittsburgh. He goes, I think it's like once or twice a year, and he he loves it. 
they had this one section. Uh, yeah, certificate of charter of affiliation. And it's like a thing. It's a certificate, like the first ever oh, steel worker cool. thing. Yeah. And then they also had some, like the old school lunchbox, like the metal lunchboxes. Oh, that's they had cool. Those. I'm showing them pictures should, right yeah. now. Um, Bad podcasting, good conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I never realized like how much shit like started in Pittsburgh. Like they did the first like valve replacement surgery in Pittsburgh. Oh, really? It's like one of the leading cities for medicine, I guess, because of like the combination of what is it? Carnegie Mellon is like a big engineering school, I guess, out there. Okay. I never knew that. Um, but they have like the engineers there, and then they have like pit medicine yeah. and they collaborate a lot so like a whole bunch of like medical discoveries are like continuing to happen and have happened that's where the polio vaccine was created really mm-hmm. they had a big section about that whole healthcare thing i thought was really cool with like um big nurses section i was a fan of that i got to read of course a little on that um but yeah that it was it was a fun trip i really want to go like i said the northeast is up there it just sucks because, well, I guess I have my uncle out there, but, like, someone our age to, like, take me around and be, like... Because, like, if someone were to come here, like, obviously there's not as much culture as Pittsburgh, but, like, I could show them, like, a good time <laughs> in yeah, a I non-sexual way. <laughs> okay, well, I wasn't going there, but I guess you do. <laughs> but other than Pittsburgh, yeah, we had a busy week of going out. Yeah, Kenny's timeout <laughs> uh, segment that we've lost, and now we're coming right back to. Mm-hmm. So uh, how was Kenny's timeout? Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm happy that... Well, I guess I had... Well, the thing was, this morning I woke up and I was like, damn, my my tummy was a little sore. This from morning? Like, yeah, from oh. like just like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, hitting it hard. <laughs> and then <laughs> the funny thing was my mom called me this morning. Um, big St. Beat scandal going on right now all over the news. Should we talk shit. about this? It's in the news. It, it's not like we're Fuck like it, eavesdropping. Yeah, it's fine. Big thing going on with, I don't even know if... Um, Never heard of it. So m- what is it? Mr. McGonagall is, he was the athletic director or something, um, but they have like child services and the police like coming into the school this week. I think that's what my mom said to interview like the girls basketball team and stuff because apparently he's been a little friendly a um, little overly handsy is what the, I mean, obviously, like, DCFS doesn't come in for, like, I mean, they could come in for verbal stuff, but, like, for this, it to be this far, I mean, he's on paid leave right now, probably going to get fired. Ah, well, uh, that's not good. No, yeah, it's a bad look for the school. ADs in Illinois Valley get a bad rap. <laughs> I don't, I think he, I think he's the AD. I don't remember if he still has a position. All I know is that there's a touchy-feely man. Yeah. In that. <laughs> In that high school. No, and, and every, like I said, everyone like back home knows about it, so it's not like we're like... Oh, no, that's we're, like, fine. That's shit fine. or anything. No, I'm, that's it's pretty big, pretty hefty stuff. <laughs> yeah, it, keep an eye out for it, like on Facebook and shit. It's going to be... It's, at the end of this week, I think they'll come out with like another article. That'd be but odd. what I was getting to was <laughs> I told my mom, I'm like, yeah, we went out last night, and... Um, she was, I was like, yeah, me and Jarek went out Friday too. And she's like, oh, and I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, and she's like Friday and Saturday. That's, that's a lot of going out. And I'm like, well, we also went out Thursday and Wednesday. And then I had to change the topic before she had an anxiety attack. Um, but I woke up this morning and we were like, you saw the breakfast pizza on my Snapchat. Story. I did. Dude, I have perfected that shit over the course of the semester. Do you want to explain what's, it, what's in it? Pinterest is... Every cook's best Yeah, friend. I think we talked about Pinterest before. Mm, yeah. You are hooked. I did the uh, the Pillsbury dough crust, um, Libby's country sausage, 
uh, sausage gravy. It's, it comes in a can, pre-made. Okay. Um, six eggs, cheese, and I do a full pack of bacon and just like kind of like kind of chop it up so it's like in big chunks mm. and then in the oven I think for like 15 minutes and it comes out like just phenomenal. The next one I'm going to do chorizo. Ooh, we were talking be, about Saturday nice. because Saturday is our last home game. We were talking about okay. either tailgating or just darting on Saturday. Um, and if we do that, I'll do the chorizo. But I was on my way back from the storm. Luke Combs came on, and I'm like, damn, I'm really in the drinking mood again. So I, I grabbed those, like, pe- I stopped I saw at, those PBR coffees in the, in the trash. I, I stopped at Ricky's and grabbed, like, a four-pack of those and just, like, drank those while I made the pizza. Dude, those are so good. That doesn't those even are, count as liquor. If you have no. two, it doesn't count as liquor because you don't even, like, you get, like, you get, like, that nice, like, ooh, after that second one. And then yeah. you're just like, all right, chillin'. Like you're not well, like buzzed it's off also your ass or it's also caffeine from the coffee and you're also getting a buzz too so you're like because those are what five, really those are five percent and I don't even know like the the equivalent of like how many like drink like standard drinks that would be but five percent mm-hmm. that's a white claw oh oh those are five percent oh damn yeah beer's like four point five hmm well yeah so I had a couple of those um downtown last night was a fucking madhouse I told you I almost got kicked out of Fat Jacks because. This drunk girl was like almost started a fight. I stepped in between them, and the bouncer thought I was with her. And I'm like, dude, no, they're like she is not with me. And I got her kicked out <laughs> because I ratted out on her. Like, hey, this chick, mm-hmm. I'm not with her. No, get, get her out. out. Yep, mm-hmm. get her out. And then we went to Daddio's, which was I didn't even want to. It's leave. a madhouse every time I go in there, and I, <laughs> I, I'm telling myself this for the rest of the year. I'm not stepping the rest in of one the calendar year or the rest of the school year. Depends. <laughs> depends on <laughs> depends on how many you put in me. But I will, if I am not dragged in there, I will never step foot in there for the rest of the year. Asterisks mm-hmm. and the asterisks meanings. Yeah, asterisks meaning I might change my mind. Because mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes like when it's it like last night, it was like one of those times where like it was obnoxiously full. So like it was just like like sardines but like the nights where you can like actually like move your arms a little bit are a little, a little bit yeah last night you couldn't move your arms i'm already claustrophobic so like getting in there mm-hmm. and the only reason i go in there is to like meet people but right. like i go in there and i can't fucking find them so i'm alone just staring there like what do i do now and then there's people shoving you in the back and punching you and i I'm was like, i this morning i called it astro world simulator because, like, that had to have been the closest oh, thing. Oh, no. Don't yeah. want to bring that up. <laughs> no, but, like, dude, it was that it was that crazy. And, like, whoever, like, the DJ was just kept playing just, like, EDM, just, like... That's all the time, dude. Blaring shit. Well, sometimes they can do... They do a little more, like, sing-along stuff, and they play... They do, like, like... They do, like, the remixes. Yeah. They do, like, Mr. Brightside, but then they have, like, the bass drop mm-hmm. afterwards. That's one of my all-time favorites. Those are... It's just... It's always a hit. It's mm-hmm. always a hit. No matter... No Club matter... songs, that's one of the better ones. True that. True that. But... But, okay, this just reminded me, because you said for the rest of the year, I was... I My mouth dropped a little bit when you said the Sober November thing. Why? Because I, I wasn't expecting it. I'd never heard of Sober I did it last November. year. Did you? Yeah. I don't remember that. I did it all last year. The last time I went out last time I went out last year was uh, Halloween with you. And I took the rest of the semester and I like I went dug down the books and like uh, finished out the semester. And mm. then I, December was like whatever. Hmm. So what's your like reasoning behind that? Because um, I, I don't remember if you like went into depth about it. 
in the podcast last week, but I just like I said, I remember you bringing it up. I don't know. I feel like I feel like sometimes like you have to challenge, challenge quote unquote, challenge yourself mm-hmm. in some ways. I, I wish I would have. I, I do it with I do it with like physical stuff all the time, like running. Like I'll have mm-hmm. a, a goal and I'll try to attain it, or I'll push myself in like the gym, like oh, I need, need to lift more weight or whatever. But sometimes you need to do something mentally. Yeah. Like sometimes you can't find those escapes all the time. Like oh, I'm not gonna get drunk tonight or mm-hmm. like something like that. Um, also, I'm studying for a drug test. Yeah. <laughs> that too. So. That's pro- that was probably one of the main reasons why is the is the, is the test I gotta take. But um, so the, you just had your phys- like an actual physical then for the high school. I get that next week. Oh, come. Okay. I didn't. I didn't. I don't know what that. Oh entails. yeah, you didn't tell the view. I, did you never brought that up? I don't think I want to bring it up. Why not? Because well, they might look at it. Because they have to do a background check on me. Oh if well. They, well, I guess it doesn't really matter, right? No, I mean it's like I said. You're not. I don't think it matters. I mean, I don't think. The background check isn't involved them going on Spotify, and even if they did, like, are they going to listen to, what are we on, episode eight? Yeah, eight pretty much. Eight hours of fucking podcasts yeah, of you're us right. just rambling. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I got a job at the high school that I went to. Insert applause sound, just as a reminder for you. Clap, clap, <laughs> clap. Yeah, I got a assistant coaching job. I knew the head coach since I was, like, 10 years old, and he trusts me. And so he needed somebody, so I just... I said I'd do it, and I think it'd be a good experience for me to work with people. Like, I'm going to be working with people my whole the rest of my life, basically. Mm-hmm. So, working with high school kids, and and most of these kids are, like, new to the sport. So, my, kind of, my goal for them is to, like, make them enjoy and, like, fall in love with the sport the way that I did. And I kind of... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I, I'll get something out of it myself. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I... A lot of times in my life, I like to do things for other people. Right. So I kind of, like, I'm, I am I said, he, ah, fuck, hold on a second. So the um, head coach, he asked me to do it, and he needed someone, like, somewhat desperately. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I said I'll do it for him, and then I just took another couple things out of it. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I feel like I want to give back to my community as well. Mm-hmm. So it'll be, it'll be a fun time. I think that's going to be really good for them, too, because there are so many, like, this is one thing that people, this is going to be kind of a stretch of, like, a relatedness thing. But, like, the thing with Sean McVay and Mike Tomlin, a lot of people that I talk to anyways um, say, like, we need, older people anyways, say that, like, we need to get rid of Tomlin. They don't like how he has that, like, friendly, like, how he's friends with the players. Oh, yeah. People don't like, like, for some reason they want to see, like, the coach, like, here's the coach over here, and then over here are the players. Yeah, like, and they, separately. Uh-huh. But, like, I think especially you being, like, fresh out of the sport and, like, having all the memories of, like, what you enjoyed and what kind of... Because there's always going to be aspects of a sport that, like, not deter you away from it, but, like, put a bad taste in your mouth, you know? A lot of, yeah, that's a lot of things with my, with my friends in high school. Like, a lot of a lot of them didn't go out for certain sports because they didn't like the coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And I think with you having that fresh insight, you'll be able to put a much better, you'll be able to put a lot more positives into their experience since, like you said, they're pretty new to the sport too. Yeah, there are a lot of, like, I think I think about 85% of the kids have never wrestled a day in their life. Did you did you ask, like, why they did it now? Like, why, especially for wrestling. I just how... I just showed up and, and the head coach just gave me the rundown. He's like, most of these kids have never wrestled before, but they're really interested. Hmm. Um, but we have we have a team, so I mean that's all that we care about. I mean last 
I think there's like upwards of 30 kids this year, but last year there was like 17, 18 kids. Yeah. And that's not even, that's barely a team. So that's not even a JV team. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't know what to say about it. Cause like, I just, I only had two days with them, two or three. So I don't really, uh, I don't really know the whole situation thoroughly just yet but mm-hmm. i just wonder why like like i said for a sport we're like obviously you a big time commitment with any high school sport but like i said like i've said like wrestling is a sport that truly doesn't have an off season like you're either maintaining building or cutting all year round no matter what and like yeah you have like your cheat days and um technically the off season where you're not actually res- wrestling for competition yeah, there's a lot of kids that do do the year-round stuff, mm-hmm. but I think the majority of these kids don't. They don't since they're new. They don't really know the whole off-season sport of it. Like mm-hmm. it's kind. They kind of. I feel like a lot of. High, I feel like that's how I was too. Uh, with high school sports, is like it's just the season, and then that's it. You don't really think about it afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like that's how a lot of kids are in high school. Mm-hmm. That's how I was, and I kind of regret thinking that way because maybe if I did think about it in the off season instead of like right. going to parties in the summer or something mm-hmm. like that, if I was like trying to work harder, I I have a I have a different mentality now because mm-hmm. now when I look back and I think about what I used to think when I was in high school, like yeah I went to the off season football workouts or whatever, but like I only went there because my buddies were going and like I was having fun and yeah I wanted to get better and like be like one of the best out there, mm-hmm. but like. The off-season workouts were never the same as the in-season workouts. No, no. And, like, it was a different mentality as well. Like, all I wanted to do was just, like, get get through it so I can just go home and pass out and, mm-hmm. like, go party on Saturday. Yeah. Like, whatever the fuck. So, I mean, uh, I don't know. I feel like with that perspective as well, if I do get a chance to talk to some of these athletes about that, like, if you really truly want to be good at a sport, sometimes – you have to just go all in with it, mm-hmm. and they're gonna have to make sacrifices that they probably don't even know. That yeah, they're gonna have like to I make. didn't, I didn't make those sacrifices. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I made some, but I didn't make a, mm-hmm. I didn't make a the fuck big time. ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, it should be interesting. I'm really excited. To, I'm looking forward to it, and it's gonna be a good experience for me because I feel like I this is something I kind of, if it does go well and I feel good throughout the whole season this season, or if I stay with it. I feel like it'll benefit me mm-hmm. and also benefit them as well. So. I think I think you should really die because I think they'll be a lot more open to talking to you, especially because they know you went to LP and wrestled and everything. I don't know because the first couple of days I was there, ba- barely any of them want to talk to me. It was, you know, so, but it is because I'm new. I think, and I think it's your. It fir- I mean, anyone's first couple of days, and it's a whole new sport. It's a whole new experience for them. Yeah, like they're gonna be a little. They're obviously intimidated by you. I mean, I'm assuming those kids don't look like you. No, <laughs> so they're like, like freshmen. And yeah, they're gonna be in like, school. oh, like I don't want this. Like he's a senior in college. He's at fucking the best university in Illinois. Like <laughs> we don't want like we, he's like the big shot here. So like they're kind of intimidated, but like maybe that's the thing with like the younger perspective of coaching. Like you can be like, Hey, I, I've, I was just in your shoes. Like yeah. you go five years, like five years ago, very short time. I was literally doing what you were doing. Now. Yeah. And I feel like when I feel like sometime like in the next couple of weeks, Maybe some some of them will like open up a little bit more to me, and I can mm-hmm. open myself a little bit more to them. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't want to have a buddy buddy relationship with these kids either, mm-hmm. because you 
some of these kids need like guidance, and you can't have guidance from friends. Uh huh. You need to have to a point. To a point, mm-hmm. yes, but you need uh, you need someone to. There needs to be somewhat of a power dynamic. Yeah, like that's that was. What I, that's, remember that's what you, that's when we were watching the Colin Kaepernick thing, and he's like, "They create a power dynamic," and it's like yeah. you have to because you, like you said, friends can't. You can, not everyone can be friends and like do the necessary things with coaching. Yeah, like you need to have okay at the like to a point where it's like okay, I can tell you what to do, and I'm you and you. You can't necessarily not question it, but it comes to a point where it's like, I told you what to do, and you're going to do it. Well, and also, I think a lot of it has to do with respect. Mm-hmm. A lot of people I don't... Agree. A lot of people don't... Like, Colin Kaepernick, I guess. I don't know why we're talking about Colin Kaepernick, but it came up. Uh, respect is something with between a coach and a player that's, that should be there. Because respect equals trust, and trust works. Mm-hmm. Like, if you trust your coach... You'll trust what he says, and it just make it makes the process a lot smoother. Mm-hmm. So if I gain the trust of these kids, and they actually take what I take what I say with like, I don't know what I should say, a grain of salt. Like, I I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Grain of salt probably isn't the best words for mm-hmm. it, but I, I. You're not trying to. You're not. In, you're not trying to like attack them or like diminish them. Like, no. when you tell them to do something, you're, you're I, saying I'm doing it with it the intention of them not better. only being better at the sport, but building a better character, too. Yeah. Wrestling is a really big, like, it's a character builder. Mm-hmm. It oh, will, God, yeah. It will, it, it has, it has, uh, it has broken me down and built me back up more times, more than anything else in my life. School, football, life in general, social situations, like, nothing has broke me down and built me back up in the same way that this sport has like mm-hmm. physically mentally the whole the whole nine and i think that's why i gained such a respect for it and that's why i kind of want to give back to it and that's mm-hmm. another reason why i wanted to coach too because i want to give i want to give back to this sport mm-hmm. that i love and i also did fall out of love with it i did resent it for how long has it been now three, three years, years freshman year? yeah. yeah so it's been three years and i haven't like i, I like tried to like not watch it, not pay attention to it because it's just like I had a I had a really bad time with it at some at one point and that led me to walk away from it. But I looking back at it, I started getting the itch again to get on the mat. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad. I, I bet was, when you got there too, you're like, oh shit! I put like, my I put I'm my back, shoes baby. I put my shoes on, stuff on the mat, and I looked around I'm like, damn, I miss mm-hmm. this. Yeah, like I had so much fun, but then yet I knew that I kicked my own ass. Right. Like, I'm one of those people that like to kick my own ass. Like, mm-hmm. when I get done with a hard workout, and I'm sweating, and I, like, can barely walk, and I'm just like, man, this is really going to make me better as, mm-hmm. a, as a person or in the sport, or it's just something that, it, it's something that I want other people to experience mm-hmm. as well, because I think I'm a better person from it, and I want other people to be better from it. Mm-hmm. And I think also that I don't think I connect with a lot of people because I don't think they went through the same experiences in that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they haven't been broken down and built and built themselves like pick themselves up mm-hmm. like Rocky. You get knocked they, down, you mm-hmm. beat yourself up. They either got knocked down and stood down, or they never got knocked down in the first place. Yeah, mm-hmm. you need to have those experiences just in life in general. You need mm-hmm. to have those experiences. But yeah, I'm really excited for this year and. Uh, hopefully I can make an impact on these kids and make them like fall in love with the sport and want to come back and be better and maybe it'll create a new generation for the program because the program is 
it's basically a rebuilding year for us now. Oh yeah, you said there's no seniors. There's right? no there's no seniors. There's uh there's no seniors. There's like a couple juniors and then the rest are freshmen and sophomores and most of those freshmen and sophomores never wrestled a day in their life. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I really think that this year is very vital to that because if this is a bad year and all these kids have a really bad time with it, then they're gonna tell their friends and their friends aren't gonna wanna go out. Mm-hmm. And another thing, too, is, like, a lot of these, like, quote, contact sports, like football, wrestling, they're losing kids. Like, it's not – a lot of kids aren't going out anymore because they're scared of, like, concussions, hmm. injuries. And it's, it's mostly the parents, too, because they're scared for their kids to not mm. get hurt and they don't want long-term effects. But That's fair, but, it, like, at that point, like, they need to – I wish there was less of a parental influence so the kids – could make the decision and if they don't like it they'll be like all right you know what i learned from this i didn't like it and move on a lot of but a lot of times too like these parents are like hovering over their kids Mm -hmm. like protecting them from any type of harm so they don't know they don't they never experienced anything like wrestling Mm -hmm. or like football and how physical they are so when they Mm -hmm. do try it out and they never been there before and they they experience some Mm -hmm. type of like push mm-hmm. they're not going to want to push back they're just be like whoa why did mm-hmm. you push me like i'm out right. like i'm done so it's just it, it, it's something that i wished isn't a thing but it's just the way that society's going right now but like i said i just want these kids that have the guts to get on the mat right now to fall in love with this sport and to want to go out again and make it better for the next generation and I like I just I want to circle back because I want to give an example from when I was playing sports in high school baseball specifically having like a friendly connection with a coach like if you ask St. Beat athletes um, who like one of their favorite coaches are for guys anyways because he only does Mike Bima I don't know if you know yeah he has probably the best rapport with athletes from at least from when I was there of any of the coaches because he was always someone that knew when to push you and also knew when to pick you up in the best way. Like, so my sophomore year I played varsity and um, I was like one of the only ones playing varsity and I was coming back and then um, Mateo Sanchez was also like competing with me for a varsity spot. And it was at one point he had the position over me. Going at the end of sophomore year, he had that position over me as a freshman. Mm-hmm. So going into junior year, like my goal was like I am gonna get that starting spot, and like every practice in a friendly way, Bima would be like, "Oh, what are you doing all this work for? You're just gonna sit the bench anyways." And he he did like I said, he did it in a way that wasn't just like depressing, but like in a way that's like, okay, I want you to prove me wrong. Yeah. So like the and the, I will never forget this as like a life lesson. I got. I had the same glove since instructional league, like going Damn. into junior. The same little fucking piece of shit glove, <laughs> and the big like I just bought a new like Dustin Pedroia Wilson, a really nice infielder's glove, and uh, I was working like I was always the first one and last one out, like breaking in the glove, doing drills and shit. And Bima said, um, 
I, I think I threw my glove at him to like hold it or something. He goes, oh, I'll get used to sitting on this and warming the bench with you. And I was like, <laughs> all right, that's fair. And then the first game I got like this, uh, the first game, like when Booker announced the lineup, I was the start, I think it was second base. And, uh, <laughs> I think I said like, Hey Bima, you, your fat ass can warm up my spot on the bench for me. <laughs> nice. He said, you know what? You proved me wrong. Nice. But like, it like I said, it's that relationship of like, being able to talk to him in a way that, like I said, bettering me, um, in a way that knowing to pick me up at the right times and when to put me down at the right times. I've seen coaches throughout my like time as an athlete that just like give up on a kid, and it's not. Yeah. It's just not. A, it's not a good thing. To, like witnessing that, witnessing those situations. I won't bring up a specific one because there's been there's been quite a bit of them. When like they just kind of like don't acknowledge the kid anymore, mm-hmm. like when they when the athlete's not acknowledged anymore, and the coach is giving up on them, and there's really nothing you that kid can do because they're not getting the kick in the ass to get mm-hmm. up and get moving. So that's something that I kind of, I I never want to get. I'm never gonna give up on a kid. Right. That's my mm-hmm. thing. I never want like if they have the guts to step on the mat, that's just give them the shit. Yeah. Like they they deserve they deserve my attention. Mm-hmm. They deserve my advice they deserve um my presence I because mean, even I, you know what i mean even if they have like even if they have like a negative attitude being on the mat at least they chose to get on they the got mat. on the mat because they, they could have not done that yeah they, they could have just, just like went home mm-hmm. so there you know at that point there's something in their head that wants them to be there for sure and it, then it's just it's up to the coach at that point to i don't want to say unlock it but like help them discover it and yep. then um not emphasize it to exploit it Okay. And I think that you being a young coach, do they start wrestling in the winter? Like, is that, like, when is your first, like, ma- match? Uh, the first the duels are the day before Thanksgiving. Oh, shit, that early. Yeah. So it starts then. Where, and, where's that? Um, I think it's in Plainfield. This That's, one is. Where's Plainfield? No idea. <laughs> I don't know. It used to be in, uh, where did it used to be? It used to be in Sycamore. All right. When I was in high school, but then they moved it. But I don't know. But it's always the day before Thanksgiving, the first duels, and then then it's just a bunch of tournaments, tournaments and duels on Tuesdays and Thursdays sometimes. But it's it's kind of it it's really short. It goes from November to uh, January, and then the first week of February is when the regionals are. Okay. So it's, so over winter break that you'll have Matt and LP has like things at LP, right? What do you mean? Oh yeah, we like, have a lot of home duels. Okay. Uh, we used to host. We used to hurt. Well, no, we didn't host a tournament, but we used. There's these uh, quad duels, so we'd bring in like three other schools, and we'd have uh, two mats set up, and like these two teams would duel on one mat, two on the other, and then we'd switch, okay. and then we switch again. So there's a lot of those. Uh, yeah, the schedule. I I I had the schedule up. I think I deleted it off my hmm. phone on accident, but I'm able to pull it back up, but. With me, I'm with the JV, so I'll be with like all the all those kids, and most of those kids, like the most experience they'll get during the season is uh, tournaments. Mm-hmm. And I think there's one tournament in uh, Ottawa, and another tournament in Rockford, and then uh, I think there's one like a conference one. So I don't know. I'm excited. But you'll have to send us the schedule because me and Brock will have to go to a couple of the home matches I think and see what you're all about. <laughs> me? Yeah. yeah. I'll have to see how I coach these kids up mm-hmm. and see how they turn out for sure. I want to hear you yell during a match. That's pretty much the prime reason I'm going. Well, 
these podcast listeners know my voice isn't the best, <laughs> so I have a really weird voice, and it's really hard for me to yell because it kind of like gets high, <laughs> gets really high. <laughs> I don't know. I think you. I think you don't give you knock yourself down a little bit. Well, with that. I, I have my fucking deviated septum, which fucks up my voice. Mm. It's a whole. It's a whole ordeal. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. I want to. I want to get the surgery to open it up. Maybe it'll change my voice. Maybe it won't. Because I've had a lot of people like come up and talk to me for the first time, and I'll talk and be like, "Whoa!" I'm like, "What?" And they're like, "I didn't expect your voice to sound like that." I'm really? like, "That's weird." Yeah, that is kind of weird. Like that's. I put an, that more on them though because I, I was feel like, "That's like, kind of an asshole thing to say to yeah. somebody." That only make me now. I'm just like, I have low self esteem now. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't. I don't think there's anything. I don't think it's like abnormally high or anything. But no. I really just want to hear you like yell at the mat. I'm really looking forward to that. Hopefully, I don't have to yell at somebody. Well, you like yelling. Oh, like, like yell like, like murder him or something. I don't know <laughs> what you yelled in wrestling match. Like go for the leg, Johnny. I don't know. That was Karate Kid, but <laughs> you don't know. I mean, like these kids are first year. They might whip out some Taekwondo shit on them without even realizing it. Maybe I had some kid like say, "So we can't punch them?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I don't think so. <laughs> you can't punch." That them, would be buddy. funny as shit though if he's like in a headlock and he just throws like a right hook at him, <laughs> or he has like he has their head and he just throws a knee up, <laughs> knocks the kid out. That would be... I would laugh for the first... No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't laugh. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. But then when we would come back to school and I brought it up, we'd laugh our ass off. <laughs> like, this kid literally just need him right in the yeah. face. They could knock him out. Well, you have that. And then what about your uh, professional wrestling? You said, like, you'd pro- you could see yourself having a match, like, December at the early... Like... Uh... That's a topic for another time. Mm. I don't really want to talk about that right now. That's fair. Something that I can't really talk about either. I have Alexa, no idea how Alexa just got turned on. Alexa has been a pain in my butt since the day I met her. <laughs> I don't want to talk to her right now. She should just be able to turn off. I think she just did. I think I think that's uh oh. You know, we'll just do a hard like we'll do a hard transition. How All about right. that? Uh so let's go into QA on our Instagram at Redbird Rant. Uh, I posted on Saturday morning, I posted a Q&A, topics and whatever people want to talk about, and it did not turn out <laughs> as well as I thought. I only had three people. One of them uh, calls himself 12-gauge. I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> and uh, he said something that I don't understand. He said, sizzling the beef with the extra trees in the yard. Now, me and I'm Kenny have been to trying figure to figure out. out what the hell that means. And we're probably gonna Google it, but I'm, I, do, I'm literally going on Safari right now. But I guarantee it's just it's something that he fuck. just typed. I guarantee it's just something he thought of in his head. And can you say it, it again? Uh, sizzling the beef with the extra trees in the yard. I don't know if that's like, like a sex thing. Maybe. Did you really? You're googling it. Yeah, like that doesn't. It doesn't like Google it, doesn't even have it. Like it doesn't come up as anything. So that was dumb as fuck. Yeah, that was dumb. <laughs> Good job, 12-gauge. Um, the next one was hmm, from Earl. Okay. Sh- shout out. Are you gay for Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> uh, I, I, we're going to get back to that, but I just figured out what the whole Jake Gyllenhaal thing who? was all about. Oh, Jake I know Gyllenhaal? Jake Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what Jake Gyllenhaal? What about him? Like, fuck Jake Gyllenhaal, like after the Taylor Swift album came out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because, like, people were posting about it, and I was like, wait, why is everyone saying fuck Jake Gyllenhaal? Because, like, he wasn't in any, like, there was no context besides Taylor Swift's album came out, or, like, the re, the remix of Taylor's version. 
And then what it her? was fuck Jake Gyllenhaal, and I was like, what the fuck? But I guess that's what her song twenty no all 20, too well. Oh, it, was it all too well? I thought it was twenty two too. Was like kind of about him. I couldn't tell you. All I know is that I loved Taylor Swift to death. Uh, I'm a ride <laughs> or die with her. I loved her ever since she came out with Red the first time. And so I've been having a really good weekend because it's all I've listened to. <laughs> well, that song's like dark as fuck. What is? All too well. That She came out with a 10 minute version of it. The, I guess like there's like rumors that she might have had a miscarriage at some point. Have you heard that? No. There was, oh God, I don't, I don't remember the verse, but if like, we, if we were to go back and li- we'll go back and listen to it after we're done recording. Yeah. But, um, cause once I, once I see it, I'll remember it. But Katie said like, there's rumors going around that she might've had like a miscarriage at that point. At that time she was, she was 22. I know. That's weird. That's the fucked up part. So I never. I okay. Here's my thing with her. I never looked into her personal life. I think mm. that looking into looking into uh, celebrities' personal lives, it's just odd. Like I don't know why people do it. I don't know why people obsess over celebrities or whatever. But um, I just I'm just a fan of her music, and I like it. Just makes me feel a certain way, mm. and I kind of like resi- I don't know why, but it kind of resonates with me a little bit. Mm don't know why like i said i just enjoy it way too much (laughs) so um yeah so i don't really know about that whole thing to be honest with you um but back to the ryan reynolds thing i just thought that was cool that i learned about that that was something new that i'll have to look that up (laughs) yeah it's probably pretty fucking interesting but the ryan reynolds thing i'm still trying to figure out like why that's like a thing now like kind of came out of nowhere we were talking about maybe it had to do with the netflix movie the red something coming out uh red notice red notice yeah like the rock and uh wonder woman so yeah gal gadot oh she's in it yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, dude. I'm going to have to watch that. But yeah, I don't know how that came up. Um, I think he's attractive. I'm definitely not gay. We passed the gay test. I guess the gay test was like, if you rate Ryan Reynolds below a 7, you're gay. And if you rank him above a 7, you're not gay. Would you like to explain why that is? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, actually. So, if you rank rate him above a 7, you're willing to admit that he's attractive, which makes you not gay. Not that being gay is a bad thing, but it's just no. like kind of cool to dive into. But if you rate him below a seven, you're in denial because he is definitely hot. Definitely. And you're in denial because you can't bang him and you want to bang him because you're gay. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I got from it. Yeah. I said he was, um, I think I said he was like an 8-8. Eight, eight. I think John Krasinski is more attractive than him. John mm. Krasinski for me is in like the nines. I don't know about that. I think I put Ryan Reynolds above. I, I'm also a Ryan Reynolds stan. Like I like Ryan Reynolds. All of his movies. Waiting. Deadpool. Waiting. Never seen Waiting. Mm-mm. Oh God. What's that about? It's about, it's about this uh, restaurant called Shenanigans. It's a the day in. It's like just a day in the restaurant. It's so fucked up. Hmm. They play like this. They play this ball game. Is it a comedy? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's hilarious. We'll have to watch it. That's that's some weird movie review. Waiting. <laughs> oh yeah. We should watch. Okay, I haven't seen the Halloween movie, but we should do a movie review day. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of movies, the Eternals movie, dude. Yeah. You- I was talking to it with Jarek. Um, I th- so like everyone is shitting on it, which is like yeah. a red flag for me because it's like if everyone is shitting on it that much, that gives me a reason to believe that it would be good. And I, like I said, I thought it was good. It had a, a lot of like really 
not abstract, but very complex, like, uh, things to wrap around your mind. Like, they kind of explain the meaning of life. Which, yeah. So, That's what, like, I mean, they do that in all the Marvel movies, like Thanos' whole thing. Oh, no, this is, like, this is, like, there's a god, like, oh, yeah, like, okay. the creation of the universe and, um, like, God and everything, like, they get into all that shit. Okay. I thought I was a fan of it. Harry Styles is now a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's not a spoiler. If you didn't see that already, it's he comes in at the end. Some little leprechaun dudes like hyping him up, and then Harry Styles just walks out, and everyone in the theater was like, "What just happened?" I'll have to. I haven't seen it yet. I kind of. I still have to get through the whole. Did you finish Mar- in, uh, Age of Ultron? I finished Age of Ultron. Do I haven't started Ant Man yet. Oh, okay. So I'm. I that's where I'm at in the timeline order mm-hmm. on the Disney Plus. But I have been just binging the living shit out of Dexter, Dexter. though. Like I love I love Dexter. I started I started watching it and I got to season three and I stopped. And then uh that was like two or three that was like three years ago. But then I just started watching it again. And I don't know why I stopped. It's such a good show. <laughs> and it kinda it kinda makes me sound like a like a psychopath, sociopath type of deal, but like when he talks about social interactions, the, his thought process through them, mm. I'm like, that's how I think because <laughs> I never know how to act either. <laughs> so, but it's a really good show. But other than that, I will have to watch Eternals. Um, am I gay for Ryan? Am I gay for Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he if he came if he came to my doorstep wearing nothing, I'd be fine with it. I I would probably be fine with it. I don't know what I would do. I just let him tell me. Like whatever, whatever. <laughs> He's in charge. Whatever he. I mean, he has all the money in the world. And whatever he wants, man. Like just, just, just uh, keep it on the down low because I don't want my friends to know that. You know, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I'd kind of want. Like I would pretty much tell everyone that. Like, hey, guess who's here right now? And by the way, he's not wearing any clothes. Oh. Like, like yeah. I don't, don't want to be like, guess who is just inside me? Like, I don't want to <laughs> say that, but I mean. That, that answers that question. Mm. Um, there was another question, but I really don't, like, know the person. <laughs> it was uh, by Chris. Chris said, what is your favorite Brady Booker story? Now, he's a guy from our hometown. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I don't I don't really know him all too well. His, his dad was, like, a coach, and he taught his dad like taught me like whatever mm. but i re- i i don't know i don't know the kid <laughs> I, I never really had that many interactions with him so i didn't really know how he would expect you to have like a story about him i don't have so, a story right so. like there was one like from baseball um i don't even remember oh we were playing hall and they had like hall obviously had that really like they had cam mcdonald tyra Ty, brand yeah. like all those guys that are in co- like big time ath- like baseball players oh, yeah. um and there was obviously the Hall St. Bede beef there, so it was like a high, like high tension game. And uh, I think before the game, there was like shit talk because uh, I don't want to say Cam was pitching. I think he was. It was either him or Ty. I don't remember exactly. I could even be wrong about that. But the bottom line was whoever was pitching against us that day was talking like mad shit about Booker. Like that he was going to strike his ass. I wouldn't say that. I think it was Cam. No, like the players were saying that. Oh, okay. And 
I don't it it wasn't the first pitch, but it was his first at bat and he hit a fucking monster bomb. <laughs> and he was pointing at all the Hall parents as he was rounding third base and they were all like, fuck you and Book Booker being Booker's just like, oh, eating, it like up. eating that up. And for I, sure. us in the dugout, we were just loving it. But like that'd probably be my favorite. I thought it was just a it was a cl- if you know him, that's like a classic Brady Booker story. Yeah. Just I, like I've heard he's like a a larger than life person. Very charismatic. Charismatic, man, yeah. For sure. All right. Well, that wraps up QA. <laughs> if you want your question or topic talked about by us, uh, at Redbird Rant, I post, mm-hmm. or I guess, I guess I'm behind it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, me or our social media personnel will mm-hmm. uh, post on Saturday morning a QA for us to answer. Oh, nice. So we have a time and everything. At Redbird Rant on Saturday. Be ready for that story to come up. Um, another thing that my social media rep told me to talk about was, uh, last week's draft. Um, I don't know if I should bring this up before the, for our draft or we should mm-hmm. just talk about it now. I'll, I guess I'll just talk about it now. Um, I lost. I think I voted for you. Yeah, you did. I did. Yeah. You did. You voted for me. Um, but what were your picks again? Because the, I th- did you have breakfast pizza? You had breakfast pizza yeah. and beef jerky, and that hooked me. So gas station essentials: Brock had gas, turkey sandwich, Snickers, and bathroom. I had an energy drink, breakfast pizza, can of dip, and beef jerky. Yeah, with the exception because I'm not like an energy drink person. I just never have been. Um, those other three, like like I've gotten that more times at gas stations than anything. Yeah. More than gas. So like. I was gonna put gum on there because like you're going. I go, I'm addicted. I have an addiction to gum, I guess. But I, uh, all that, whatever. But uh, yeah, I lost six to five. Oh, it was close. I voted for myself, so I should <laughs> say six to four. <laughs> um, I don't even. I only think Brock voted, so I can't take any of his out. So yeah. six to four, I lost. So hopefully, I can do better next time on the next draft. Which uh, what should the next draft be? I was thinking about, like, draft ideas and, like, when we do the draft, doing, like, how modeling it almost like how Barstool has, like, rather than just four things. how how Barstool Chicago does it Mm -hmm. when they have, like, the different categories. Yeah, Uh uh-huh. Like, you you have a topic and then you have a category... And you only get one pick per category, mm-hmm. right? The one that's like stuck out to me was the wedding one. Yeah. So like how they had like a song. Um, I don't know if they had a food, but you know what I mean. Like, like an, they had a song or experience and like yeah. stuff like that. Okay, so um, we probably should have talked about this earlier. Then. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's just have a topic, and then we'll cut, and then we'll get right into the draft. Maybe we'll have all that. Mm. So, and if not, then next week for sure, we'll have like our set topics. Yeah, for that sure. Way, and we can think about it beforehand. If not, whatever, but so we'll have those. We'll have Sonny with us. Mm. Oh God, that'll be, it. Oh, we could, yeah, we'll have to have something like where he can be interactive with, with that too. Yeah. So next, next week, look out for that. Um, but what's this week's draft topic? Let's just brainstorm. Ooh, there's a lot. Um, how about vacation? Draft of like, um, not vacation essentials, but like, um, vacation experiences. So like, vacation. like things you do on things vacation. you do on vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. That is coming up after this. All right. It is draft time. Um, now I think that the way we're gonna do this every time now is mm-hmm. rock paper scissors. 
Alright. <laughs> Sounding good. Alright, so one, two, three, shoot. Okay. Okay, yeah. ready? One, two, three, shoot. God, I always fucking lose. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I always lose. He had rock, I had scissors. I had I went with paper the last couple times and Brock got the scissors on me. That but... was why I was going with rock, because I remembered that you went with scissors. <sighs> Alright, well oh you were wanting me to win or did you want me to you thought I was gonna I wanted something? to go first just because I, this is like my number one thing for vacations. Alright, what is it? Hotel rooms. You love hotel rooms? I fucking love hotel rooms, dude. You don't have to do shit. You can trash that fucking place, do whatever the fuck you want, and guess what? Room service comes tomorrow, and they're going to clean it all up for you. True You're going to look like an asshole a little bit, but that comes with being at a hotel. It's no responsibilities. Yes. So, so number one, hotel rooms. That was that was a really good pick. I never even thought of that. Because usually, usually when I go, usually when I go, I don't stay at a hotel. I usually find somewhere else. To, like, usually when I go on vacations, it's like, you get like a house. Oh, Hmm. You, like, you get like a house, or you get uh, stay at a friend's place, or mm. something like that. Usually, I don't really stay at hotel rooms that often, mm. so, huh? I never really thought about that. Um, my number one would be sleeping in. Yeah, that is pretty fucking clutch. You, you gotta sleep like I always wake up at like six a.m., six thirty. Every morning now, and like I always look forward to vacations because it's like I can sleep in till. Eight, uh, yeah, <laughs> eight, nine. For you, that's like, oh boy. And I'm like, oh boy, I can't wait to sleep more than eight hours. Uh, so yeah, sleeping in is uh, it's really good for vacations. Mm. You need that. You need you need your rest. You need your rest so you can. F- because um, you're doing shit like all day. Yeah, you need you need to rest up for that, for sure. My number two, going back to what I was talking about the very beginning, um, trying new food. Or local local food, you local know, local food, like uh, like the local cuisine. You yeah, want you want yeah. the culture and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always like like when I would go to like Florida, I'd try to get like things in Florida food mm-hmm. or in Virginia, you get the Virginia food, mm-hmm. like whatever is made there. Whatever. So like yeah. in Pittsburgh, I got like Promonte Bros. Beautiful. Place. Um, this place called Proper the Proper Pizza. I was telling you about um, mm-hmm. when I came back. Would you, um, would you score it? Oh, yeah, I guess I did have my own pizza review last week, and I gave it a 9.1. One of the most renowned pizza restu- pizza places in Pittsburgh. It's a brewery, too. They had some excellent beers. Um, now, did alcohol skew your score? No, I, I got a flight, so that I, it came with five, one, two, it came with four, four ounce cups. So I got okay. to try four different things. So okay. I was in no, I was in, in any way intoxicated. Okay. Um, but it was the wood fire pizza that I'm a fan of. It said on the menu that they let their dough like proof or whatever for three days. Um, it was just like the pizza that I'm a slut for. Like the only pizza that I've ranked it higher was when I was in Manhattan. I gave that a 9.4. That's still the best pizza that I've ever had was in Manhattan. Same thing. Wood fire pizza with that thin, like, uh, that thin crust. Um, very minimalistic toppings like it had some like fancy cheeses on it yeah. but like it was just a cheese it's it was essentially a cheese pizza no. so sweet 9.1 oh dude i wish you could try it and i know you're skeptical about it but god you sent me a picture and i was like i don't know that looked very odd it didn't look like a 9.1 to me but i wasn't there so mm. i couldn't tell um my number two would be if we're doing um actually no fuck it the view you have that one view that you keep in your head every vacation. No matter if it's like a beautiful view of like a lake 
or like in Pittsburgh, you had like the view of like the stadium, like mm-hmm. from where you were on the ferry, or yeah. um, when we go to Virginia, you have like the view of the mountains. Like we stop at that one place and you see like the ridges and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Like you have that one view that just sticks in your mind mm-hmm. for the rest of your life because you just remember that trip. And whenever you remind of that trip, you just have that one view. Mm-hmm. So Pittsburgh for me is that like because you've been there. Um, you know how they have that big-ass fucking hill with, like, the cart that goes up and down it? Yeah. The, from the top of that hill is, like, my all-time favorite view of that city. Yeah, there's just that one view that you just always remember to six in your head, so... Mm. The view, I'm gonna call it. Not The not, view. <laughs> not, not that stupid talk show, the, the view. It's, We're gonna get some heat for that. Oh, whatever. <laughs> for calling out the view. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna fucking talk about me, huh? My number three... Actually, I just thought of this, and it's kind of it's kind of an out-there thing... But I feel like you don't realize it until you're actually doing it, is talking to strangers. Like, yeah. as a visitor in the city, I love just, like, like when we were on the ferry going to the game, like, this, like, this drunk couple and, like, the group of, like, adults that I was sitting by, I just started, like, talking with them. And it was just, like, so much fun. Like, everyone's there for the same purpose of going to the game, or everyone that's on that ferry or doing whatever in the city is doing something with the same intentions of you, like wanting to have this shared experience yeah. and then like talking to them about like other things that they've done in the city. So like you can hear about shit that you didn't even think of. And it's like, Oh, now that like they told me that I'm going to go do that. Okay. And like sharing experiences from like a similar, um, a similar vacation. Yeah. So I'm going to say talking to, <laughs> talking to strangers is my number three. The total opposite of what people told me to do as a kid. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. For mm-hmm. sure. For sure. Um, so usually the, one of the biggest parts of a vacation is getting there and getting back. Mm-hmm. So typically I, my family likes to drive to mm-hmm. vacations. So another like thing I love about vacations is, uh, the snacks, on the ride, oh, the car ride to snacks. the vacation. And Sonny's always got the fucking best ones, dude. Yeah, you got like the deer sausage, mm-hmm. or you got um, whatever the hell you picked up, or we made, or just mm-hmm. something that my stepmom wants to make. But like, you have to have those snacks so you're not cranky. Mm-hmm. They keep they keep the family mellow. Mm-hmm. I say that. So the 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 ride snacks, I should say. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I'm gonna close it out with, and I. This is interesting for me because those top those the, these four aren't in like the top order. Like I just kind of thought like as I think of vacation, um, the top four things about it. Like my number one was um, the fucking Jesus Christ. My memory's so bad. My number one. What did I just say? It was not the food. Not the oh hotel rooms yeah like that's not my favorite thing but like that's the first thing I thought of yeah so my number four is at the end of the vacation recapping it with everyone that you were with oh just the conversation yeah like just like after a night out like the next morning getting everyone's stories and like learning their perspectives yeah. like getting everyone's insight on the vacation I love that's doing a really, that I, that's that's probably one of my favorite parts too yeah that's kind of a steal for me mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Damn, you kind of left me like, what else is there to do on a vacation? You know what I mean? The, the other one I was going to say was... Uh, well, don't steal something from me. Okay, okay. I don't want to take <laughs> it. I don't, I'm not, not going to take it. I kind of want to think about this by myself. But, like, what else could you do on a vacation? Like, other, like, the staples of a vacation. You have the view, the cuisine, the strangers, um, the hotel rooms you trash. <laughs> The pizza smells amazing. That's going to be fucking awesome. This one's going to be in the... I know it's going to be at least in the eights. 
If it's not, I'm going to be disappointed. I would just say um, the new activities. Mm-hmm. Like, things you never thought you'd do. Yeah. Like, things that... Shit just, things, like, came up. Yeah, things that... The unexpected, the unexpected activities. Mm-hmm. So, like, things you didn't plan on doing, but since you were in the area and were talking to strangers about it, you're like, right. huh, I'll just try this out. It's a new thing. Mm-hmm. And it ends up being one of the best things of the whole trip. I don't really have a specific example <laughs> of that, but, like... Maybe you're just, like, driving down the road and you see, like, oh, there's, like, a museum or something else. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. And it's, like, the coolest thing you've ever seen in your life. Just, like, the unexpected... Yeah. The best thing on a vacation is the unexpected. Mm-hmm. Well, for my example of that was when I was in Pittsburgh and we got... uh well, Pittsburgh. We went today. to... Yeah. Well, we went to, <laughs> we went to get brunch on Sunday. Um... And we went to this place at Bottomless Mimosas for $17. And I was told that th- there was a 15 mimosa limit. And I, I, I took that as a personal attack on myself. <laughs> so after 16 mimosas, what I didn't think I'd be doing after was going to a hookah bar. So that was my unexpected yeah. thing. After 16 mimosas, a hookah bar is probably one of the best things out there. True. We were the only people in there, and we just sat there for an hour and just puffed on that thing. And it burned the shit out of my throat. Yeah, you were kind of playing about when you get back. But that would be an example of something that you brought up. What I was going to say that I didn't want to steal from you was um, I forgot. Hmm. That sucks. My memory's so bad. I th- yeah, I think I needed a break from not going out to get my brain <laughs> yeah. cells back going. <laughs> Because right now, things are a little foggy. Yeah. My gears are still... I'm getting all the dust off the gears. Um, one thing that- Oh, I'm sorry. I just remembered. It's like letting loose. Like, you're not like worried about go. food. You're no not stress. worried about all the shit you're eating. The stress-free. Uh-huh. Not having to be somewhere on time. Part yeah. of the sleeping in thing. Like, you just you just do whatever. Yeah. That, was, that would be... Like, if there was an honorable mention. Another thing that's kind of just, like, more towards us and, like, us guys and what we did mm-hmm. on our trips was... Uh, um, the conversations in the car ride there. Like I like I said, that a lot of my family, they just like drive places because I don't know if they're scared of planes or it's just a lot cheaper to drive. But <laughs> they're scared of the, planes. The conversations that we have on the ride up, but more specifically the Mount Rushmores that we have. Those like, are always good. On the, the this, this, is, this, is where, this is where the draft originated from mm-hmm. for us because we would always do Mount Rushmores and we would always rank certain topics like we do now so Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like what we're doing right now is the conversations that we would have on the rides up Mm -hmm. and those were the best parts yeah which hence is why we do it every week now Mm -hmm. so uh that's an honorable mention i'll just say that so um so uh kenny what was your four it was hotel rooms food talking to strangers and my last one that i kind of stole from you was the not the unexpected what did i just say was my number four. Mm-hmm. All right. That's bad. Well, Go ahead and you say you're four. I'll think of it in a second. Yeah, like I, I can't. Said, I can't think of it. Four so, straight nights of going out is really. Yeah, I'm. I've been studying for about. Uh, <laughs> I say like six or seven. No, six hours today. So mm-hmm. my brain is also fried, and I don't remember what the hell I said. So <laughs> um, this will be something that's going to be on the Instagram mm-hmm. on Wednesday. For right. you all to vote on at Redbird Rant, uh, there will be a post, and then the story following the same day, you get to vote for who you thought had the best draft, and that is the draft. Pizza. 
it is that time of the week. My favorite time of the week. It is our favorite time <laughs> of the week. It is pizza time. Um, Kenny picked it out this week. Kenny, what type of pizza do we have? We have Gino's East, four cheese, and the kicker for me is tavern style pizza. Tavern style. It says pizza. it right on the box. Um, it is the cheesiest motherfucking pizza I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It has so like you took it out of the box, and it's just like a mound of cheese. Yeah, right on top. So of if it. you if if you like a lot of fucking cheese, I can't really read the sauce because of the cheese. It looks the like cheese is covering mouth. it. Um, but yeah, let's just dive right into this bad boy. It's gonna be hot as. Fuck. As you take your bite, I'm going to just uh, just describe it. All right. Um, there's a little bit of a flop on there. We might have. I don't know if we could have left it on a little bit longer, but the outsides were looking a little brown. Undercarriage. Nice dark brown, beautiful. Um, there's just a lot of cheese. Like they're like the same the thickness of the crust is the same thickness as the cheese. Don't know how the sauce is gonna taste, but I'm going to take. It's my hot taste. as shit. Uh, <laughs> that's why I'm like trying to talk so I can delay my inevitable mouth burning sensation that I'm gonna experience here in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, fuck it. I'm going right into it. So here's where it's tough for me. This is one of my favorites that we've tried so far, definitely. Whoa. And I'm just trying to determine if it's in the... (laughs) I'm trying to determine if it's in the nines. Fuck the sauce. The cheese is amazing. Yeah, the cheese is really fucking good. The cheese is just like... Wow. There's like the cheese stretch. Mm Mm-hmm. A stretch on a frozen pizza? Are you kidding me? This is fantastic. All right. Oh, wait. Live listening right now. We're about to take the selfie that's going to go on the Instagram mm-hmm. at Redbird Rant. I'm going to just pump the living shit out of this Instagram right now. Brief moment of silence. Brief moment of silence for the picture. That's when the picture was taken. <laughs> Beautiful. This pizza is just amazing. This is a nine one. Whoa. I want to go in the nines. You always go really fast, and I just can't, like... I can't sit on it. I can't think about it for too long. Otherwise, I overthink it. You feel that? It's a crush. Mm-hmm. Whoa. There is near the perfect amount of sauce. The cheese I is agree. great. Good good quantity of cheese and good quality of cheese. Like you said, it's got a good pull, which you very rare. We have not had a, a very good cheese pull with the frozen pizzas that we've had. This is definitely a 9-1. I'm just devouring it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It is so good. I'm just I eating the whole slice. See, like, I didn't know if I want to get... I, I'm, I'm happy I put it in the nines. It's no higher than a 9-1, but it is a frozen pizza 9.1. 8-9. That's why I was between. I agree with that. 8-9 for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that because you put a 9-1 I didn't want to match it. <laughs> um, I believe that there might be a better pizza out there. I believe so, but this one is the best one I've ever had. So far in my entire life. <laughs> I'm saying that right now. Sober November. No intoxication whatsoever. I'm calling this an 8-9. Right down the middle. Oh. What? What? It's good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's good pizza. Alright. 8-9-9-1. That's our review. That is a review. With the end of that pizza review, that's the end of this podcast. This it was week. good to be back. I missed it on Sunday. I was like, I felt a little empty. I was like, you know what? I wish we were fucking talking right now. You know, to be honest, I missed, I missed you <laughs> being a part of the conversation. 
And uh, but we do miss Brock as well. Yeah, it was nice to hear you and Brock just going one on one. I liked it. Mm. It was a good time. Brock, shout out. One of these times is just going to be me and Brock, and that's just going to be a disaster. Well, how are we going to do that? We'll figure it out. You need my laptop. We always do. Okay, <laughs> I guess so. Uh, I'll have to teach Brock how to use uh, the editor and all that stuff. Yeah. Or maybe just do it and send it to me and I'll edit it. Whatever. Mm. But yeah, I feel like that conversation would be like... That'd <laughs> That's going to be awesome. That'd be You don't have like a moderator in me, as mm. you should say, but like just you... Like I hear you two sitting on the couch talking and I'm like, all right, well that... Yeah, that's weird. Like, yeah. But uh, not in a bad way. Not a bad way. Good way. Um, but uh, next week... Sonny, be ready. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you give you the call and ask you if you want to be on and give you the draft topic. We'll have to do we'll have to do the Alfano's frozen pizza with Sonny too, because oh, he said he's got yeah. one of those in the freezer. I hope he still has. I, he might have ate them. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. But if he does, another high quality pizza review guaranteed. Guaranteed if we have for an Alfano's sure. One. Guaranteed for sure. Well, that comes up next week. Mm-hmm. Until then, follow the Instagram mm-hmm. at Redbird Rant. Leave a review. Vote. Q&A. Vote. All that shit. All that good stuff. Hammer that. We need all the interaction we can. Redbird rant. We'll see you all next week. Yes.